Hey guys, happy Saturday. It's episode 169. Welcome back to the show. up it's Jacqueline welcome back to the show uh Q&A number 19 I'm just gonna start off with the first question I'm gonna get right into it uh first question how do I listen to the podcast every day and this is like a two-part question and how do I donate my money to the show to support Jacqueline Monroe's podcasting dream and career as being the future female Howard Stern Great question. Let me answer that for you. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button uh, to listen every day on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify. This is so fucking cringy. And I did invent that question. And I feel like a four-year-old would have come up with that as a funny way to intro the show. And guys, it's my afternoon slump right now. Like, I just felt like I needed to create some sort of interest in the beginning sentence or the beginning segment uh, to ask people to subscribe and shit because... I feel flat as fuck and boring. It's Saturday. It's four, it's like 4 fucking p.m. I don't have any beverages around me. No caffeine on board. I'm, you know what? I don't listen, so I'm not going to cringe. I don't care. I'm just going to post it. Uh, so, yeah. Hit that subscribe button. <laughs> fuck! Shit. Okay. Hit that subscribe button to listen every day. And head over to patreon.com slash tjms to... Yeah, do the donation part, the the pay-to-play part to get access to my exclusive content and support my passion and my dream career as a podca- female podcast. Female, what the fuck did I say? Female Howard Stern. I joked about that in like uh, month one that I'm attempting that uh, daily thing, like, uh, you know, like a Howard Stern thing. Um by drowning everyone out, just talking all the time, getting people familiar with hearing my voice, being a household name like that. I feel like I have to, I have to do quantity over quality at first, just like ram this shit in people's inboxes every day. And then over time, I'll be a familiar voice, like a Howard Stern. And I don't put myself at that level until like year 15, but you got to start somewhere, you know, small city, big dreams. I'm just trying my best and posting it every day and fuck it. So I, uh, I am, it's obnoxious to ask people for money, but like, that's literally what I just did. And I'm just going to move on. Um, I don't just give away, there's no such thing as a free lunch. And if you want my phone number, because yes, my patrons get my phone number and calls with me, uh, you got to pay to play. Okay. That's not, a, no such, no such thing as a free lunch. All right. First question. I'm going to really, you know what? I know that was fucking annoying and I'm tired. And I decided to be, I tried to be fucking like, f- that sucked, but whatever. I'm going to move on to the first question. Uh, <laughs> why did you delete Twitter? First question of Q&A number 19. Why did you delete Twitter? Easy answer. I mean, shit, it's a wasteland. It's a wasteland. And, you know, as you know, I deleted Twitter after they banned Trump and, and took his account away. I wasn't too excited about that. And I don't think that's good for society. And I don't agree with what they did. So I was like, I'm not going to fucking be on here anymore. And 
personal opinion. That's just how I feel. I don't think that's a good thing. I mean, he's our fucking president and that's kind of scary when you think about it. So, and if you, if you're cool with that, like, please enlighten me. Let me know why that was a good thing why banning him was a good thing. I I don't know. I like to hear other people's opinions and I don't know, whatever. So there's that. I didn't use it very much. And the only reason I used Twitter was like to just check like pop culture news and like current events. I'd like see the buzz, like what people are talking about. And then I get out. Like I didn't really contribute much. I, I used to tweet all the time and like college and shit, but, uh, yeah, I don't I don't really use it. And now I feel like Clubhouse is the new Twitter. Like the the hype and the buzz around Clubhouse is reminding me of like 09 when Twitter popped and all of the business people flocked to it. I feel like Twitter initially was kind of like a it had like a LinkedIn vibe. I feel like it was a bunch of businesses and, and like maybe tech people too, but like tech wasn't huge back then. Uh, they were all like flocking there and it was really dry before it got insane like it is now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I'm noticing the the buzz around Clubhouse is reminding me of what Twitter was back in the day. And it's kind of replacing, Clubhouse is kind of replacing Twitter for me currently. And uh, I, I, you know, and I can't stop. I, you didn't even ask about Clubhouse, but I am an abs, I am a fucking like, I'm a rat, you know, I am a, I'm on there all day, every day, just like, I can't stop, I can't stop, so, yeah, I'm not on Twitter, uh, just, it's not my thing, and yeah, next question, question two, what's your podcast routine, I'm gonna reach really hard to try to touch, like, coax a bottle of water close to me, because I really need a drink, Hold on. I'm going to use a makeup brush to like hook it. <sighs> there we go. Okay. Sorry. It's, you know, afternoon slump. Let me have this. I feel like if I stay hydrated, I'll be, it'll like boost my energy. I don't know. Sometimes you're tired because you're dehydrated. So I'm going to just think that, I guess, and, and keep drinking. <laughs> okay. So I've been stretching a lot lately too. And I heard that when you do a lot of yoga and stretching, you should drink a ton of water because like your muscle fibers are like changing the water, like the molecules of water are changing in your muscle. I don't, something about that molecules of water and muscles are, they need more water. I don't know. So yeah, whatever. Uh, next question. So I said, what's your podcast routine, right? Next question. <sighs> Is this like fun? Like, do you want to know the behind the scenes of my podcast routine? I mean, lately it's been like today, just no prep, just fucking start it. And <laughs> then there are the days, especially the beginning days back in uh, September and October, November, like, but when I started in 2020, where I have my notebook, let me find it next to me here. It's like full of, I would do, I would number off like, the topics or things I wanted to talk about to keep me on like, I, I don't know. I would like do like one through five ish one through no less than, uh, or no more than like eight topics when I look here and I highlighted stuff just to like, keep me kind of like on track and wow. Um, this is so organized when I look back, 
and now I'll like write, I'll, I have my other notebook that I just write in all the time from shit I see online or things that, excuse me, things I think about. And now I just kind of refer to that. And it's, it, I don't know. The content is the content lacking because of that probably, but look, I'm doing the best I can. I'm not stopping. I'm here seven days a week. That's what it is. Uh, some days are going to suck. I'm not going to come prepared and whatever. Uh, if you want to know my routine though, about maybe the production side of things, I, <laughs> Jacqueline like what a shitty way to um like bring value to people or like what a fucking um lazy <laughs> unprofessional way to be bitch like I'm just being honest like some days are it's a Saturday I don't want to be here right now some days are like that I'll be honest I don't I'm not going to pretend that uh I'm you know it's not that I don't want to be here it's that I decided, I just decided to start at 4 PM and I'm regretting it as I'm talking right now. And I feel like I want to delete this and do it tonight at like 10 when I'm like getting my second wind of energy. So whatever. Uh, but on the, on the production side of things, sorry, oh, fuck. Okay. On the production side of things, I literally, I open GarageBand, I, uh, file new, enter, enter. I insert my mic, the $30 call easy call center headset microphone from Amazon, I insert that and I press record. I talk and then when I'm done talking, I stop recording and I export it, upload it, and then I, that's it. <laughs> no editing, nothing. I just like add my intro music, which takes 30 seconds and that's it. So that's kind of the production side of things. Um, yeah. And you might be like, you know, it's wild. Like the I've received compliments on the audio quality, like, like, like it, it, I'm like, are you kidding me? I don't, I didn't invest in what is it the, is it the Sure microphone SH? It's like the one, all the best podcast pod. It's like, if you're a, if you're a pot, if you're like a legit podcaster, you own this microphone. It's like the Sure is S H U R E mic. It's been around forever. Whatever. It's like the, is it like the C7? Let me look it up right now. I'm on it. It's all like, it's in, it's in my Amazon, on my Amazon podcast list of shit that maybe in the future I'll, I'll get. But the reason I got this headset, let me go back to that is because I wanted to look, I didn't want a big bulky microphone in front of my face when I did video at first, because I was on YouTube and I was like, I want to look like a pop star. I want it to be cute. So that's why I went the call center headset way. Uh, lists studio is that what it was sure sm7b yeah that mic is the one everyone uses but i'm i'm probably gonna get it this year i just i don't know i'm too attached to the the little <laughs> pop star headset uh is that it as far as my routine yeah um let's see next question How's your Saturday? How's it going? Uh, this is for you guys. <laughs> this is your question. I always want to make, I always make a, make a point in the podcast to ask people how they're doing. Cause I don't know, maybe it's, maybe I'm the only person that says that today. Like, I hope you're doing well. Um, yeah. Next question. Oh, I can breeze through this. What's the farthest place you, okay. <laughs> this is boring. What is the farthest place from home you have visited? Uh, Italy. <laughs> yeah, I think. Right? It's like the farthest east I've gone. 
I haven't gone to Asia. Yeah, Italy. And then a question related to that. What is one place you have visited that you will for sure go back to? Oh, London, 100%. I, I like need, it's not like I want to go back there. I like need to go back there. Uh, next question. This is related to dating. Guys, do you want me to elaborate on Italy? And like, do you want me to talk about the trips? Like, do you care? I don't know why travel questions are boring to me. They're just like, you, you get it. Like I got on a plane, I flew to a foreign country. I toured around. I got back on the plane. I came back to the United States. Like it's, I mean, there were store there are, there are many travel stories to tell, but for some reason, I'm just not, uh, I don't know. I'm just not like things aren't popping to the top of my head about like what exciting thing I could tell you about Italy or, um, I think I got robbed. Did we get robbed in Italy? That was, I don't know. We had like such a good time, but, um, I saw like the Pope. <laughs> that was cool. Next question. Let's just do this. Cause it's dating, dating related. And this might be interesting. Cause I have, I think I checked, it was like 85, no, 81% males listening. It went down from, it was like 85. So next question is what is a deal breaker slash red flag when you start talking to a new guy? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Oh man, where do I start? I could, this could be an entire podcast. I could just have a podcast called Red Flags. Um, ooh. I've told you guys about like my pet peeves before with talking to guys and like in in terms of like texting and I feel like my guy advice is really unhelpful because it's like don't be a good communicator with me. <laughs> It's confusing. I feel like I'm very confusing and complex when it comes to that shit. Like, I think what sounds or what, anyways, just go listen to previous episodes about that. I feel like I, uh, I don't know. But a red flag for me, like something that just popped to the top of my head is when a man is condescending and makes me feel dumb for not knowing something. I know that's so specific. (laughs) like I just want to be I want you to walk me through something instead of sitting there and going like are you kidding me you don't understand this or you didn't know that are you kidding me how did you not know that you should know like you're what the fuck I thought you went to college I thought you should like they're an engineer and, and I don't know how to be an engineer and they're like confused by that you know I I'm just recalling a situation where I like I was on a date and he, I just felt like a dumb fuck when I left. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like just literally be like, Oh, let me explain this. This is how it happened. Like, like I love it when a guy will like use preschool words with me and examples. Like, so imagine you have a monkey and bananas and they do that example. They, they, they walk me through it in a really simple way. And I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. Cause I don't know everything. And a lot of like, I don't know. I hate those like know-it-all answer bitches that just, they like don't understand how condescending and like rude it comes across on a date. And I, I've, I've experienced that a lot and I don't know, I just, whatever. That's so specific. I feel like another red flag is obviously like, okay, they don't like animals or they treat animals poorly or <laughs> like, that's really important to me, how you treat animals. And like, if you, it's like, if you don't like a dog, I'm that's, if you don't like dogs, that's, you know, like, obviously an absolute not going to happen in this situation for me. <laughs> ah! 
Um, also, and I know some people can't, uh, I feel like it's how you handle it though. And talk about it. Some people can't handle their messy family situations and relationships if they were, uh, you know, abusive growing up or whatever. So I, I, I have some, I guess, what's the word empathy for that. But if you're a guy and you just talk shit about your mom, I don't care how terrible she was to you. That's such a red, like a huge red flag to me. Like, and let, I think no matter how flawed a human being is, how flawed your parents are, at some point, if you're talking about them and you're mentioning negative things and you go, you know, they did the best they can They're They've got mental health problems and, and they've got struggles and they're a human being. And, you know, I know it was tough being their son, but, uh, and they tre- treated me like shit, but, you know, I, I, I just... You know, like if they're, if they treat them like a human being with a soul and, and you know, I, I think that makes up for just the shit talk and my mom's a crazy person. And she, you know, yeah. So I think that's a red flag. But again, like some people can't help that if they didn't have like a wonderful family growing up. So it's kind of a, maybe not nice to say like, oh, that's a red flag, but it kind of is. It's more like how you talk about your family problems and like the yeah if you're just like full-blown just angry and bitchy and there's no like understanding for people as uh, on a human being level and like uh empathy then I freak out and I'm just like nope um I don't freak out what am I saying <laughs> Jimmy hey oh fuck he he unplugged oh shit hey a squeaker toy here you go shit he unplugged the um what's it called a cord on a, on his own at least it's not plugged in he can't electric electrocute himself now <laughs> this is really bad I um by the way speaking of cords and my puppy electrocuting himself I learned on TikTok that there is a thing in the gaming community called I think it's called cord management right cord management like people show their gaming setup and then they show how they organized all of the cords under the desks and shit and there's like a legit art to it and I'm like wait I think I need that because I talked about needing a cord cover so Jimmy doesn't eat through all the the um the shit like all the (laughs) the cords around my desk and stuff but uh anyways I'm gonna like learn more about cord management it's like such a fucking nerdy sounding thing (laughs) other red flags um just like that, this is like a really specific thing to me. Uh, and I think a lot of girls wouldn't understand this is like that initial gut feeling you get. If I have any, like if there's any, it's like usually, okay, you get the butterflies usually when you really like someone. But if it's like butterflies with fear, that... <laughs> It's like the butterfly sometimes mask the fear, but you still, you still feel the fear. And I've ignored that in the past, even though I felt it and I've gone through the relationship and it blew up in my fucking face and it was a terrible thing for me. And looking back, I feel like the red flag for me is like, if I feel that in my gut, like that, like this is a bad, don't, don't date this person. Like there's something off here. Then I, I, I get out now I'm aware of it. But at first, like 
you know, you live and learn. And I think our gut instinct is very uh, important to listen to. Um, you know, I don't want to get too, I don't know. I just I was on, I want to talk about decor, like, like the bedroom decor says a lot about you and like your living environment, like not to be judgmental, but like if your place looks like a frat house, like that's just not going to work for me, you know, like stuff like that. I'm, I don't know. I should move on. I'm kind of like sick of, sick of this question. I don't know. I, I don't know if I like talking about. I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't, I didn't prep today. I could have written out a lot of, um, answers for that. There's so many red flags. Like guys have them too. Like, oh, she podcasts seven days a week. The bitch is crazy. Like legit. She is, uh, attention. She needs attention. She needs validation. She, um, you know, just listen to the show. A bitch is crazy. Like just listen to what she talks about. Listen, listen to her. In fact, yeah, I feel like that's all you need to know. <laughs> this entire, I am, I am a walking red flag. Uh, everything about what I do is, uh, I feel like it's very questionable and confusing and just like, what the fuck? But <laughs> pl- plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> I think you're either, you're, you're either with it or you're just so fucking like confused by it. And that's fine. That's cool. Um, I don't like to be too obvious. I think being obvious and predictable is boring. And I like to be full of, I'm a very colorful, colorful, Jimmy, I'm a colorful person and I love sharing it on the podcast with you guys. So next question, I'm sighing. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, oh fuck. okay. Um, what is the longest you've gone without alcohol? Um, Ooh, what was I 18 when I started 18 years? (laughs) I mean, technically like 18 years, but like after I started drinking, I was late. I feel like I didn't, I didn't start till I was a senior in high school and I occasionally partied. I wasn't like a big partier, you know, but, um, I remember the first time I got really sick from alcohol. I went the longest without drinking after that happened. Cause I had downed at this, like, it was like in my hometown, some random farmhouse out in the middle of nowhere. It was like a college rager, you know, at a, it was like at a farm. It was someone's birthday. They had free alcohol. Like they were, I just remember a girl, like a friend of a friend gave me a bottle of Grey Goose. And then I drank half of that in like 15 minutes. And I had, I didn't understand that you're supposed to like pace yourself t- like don't you don't drink that quickly. Like I was so, I didn't, I never, well, I didn't never drink, but I, I wasn't used to hard alcohol like that. I was drinking like brass monkeys with the boys in high school. Like I thought that's what you did. Like a fucking, what was it? A 40 ounce with orange juice. <laughs> I wasn't drinking vodka until college. <laughs> that's so fucking gross looking back. <laughs> um. Anyways, let me think. Yeah. So sorry. I had to like pull the cord again from him. He's destroying it. Um. But after that happened, so I ended up puking. I I don't know. I got like picked up. I don't remember what happened, but I couldn't drink. I could like think of the taste of Grey Goose for, it it would like the thought, I could taste it when I thought about it, if that makes sense. And I wonder like if anyone else has that, like you probably have that. I think most people have that with like Fireball or like Jaeger, like some like nasty 
shitty alcohol, like, uh, like drinking too much and then you can just taste it. Yeah. But I'd say the longest, like when I was vegan, I don't think I drank only when I went, I would go home for the holidays. I'm pretty sure like, I don't know, maybe like eight months since I've started. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Uh, follow up to that. Or is like the same per- person asks two questions. Um, what is your favorite cut of meat? Ooh. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, oh shit. My mom makes the best filet. It, okay. When I, I look, when I look back at 2020, the best thing I had like food wise was my mom's filet mignon. And it was, she like randomly made it. I remember I was podcasting at like 10 PM and there was filet in the oven. And I feel like we already ate dinner it was super late and she just cooked it at the, like at the end of the night. And I was like, I was just sitting in the kitchen after I podcasted eating. It. it was so good. It was, I feel like whenever I go out to restaurants, I always get filet and lobster. Like that's my go-to. I'd say filet, but I, I love like tri-tip, prime rib, like just steak. Um, you know, if we're talking chicken, I'm a thigh bitch. I, I do like a thigh on a chicken. I like that dark meat I kind of burn out of chicken breasts. Uh, I don't eat a ton of chicken. I don't know. I just like meat. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say filet. Next question. Um, oh, I can't answer that. It has to do with something inappropriate and I will not be answering it. Um, can you play any instruments? (laughs) I just had a fucking flashback to band practice in middle school uh I mean I used to play piano I did what like four years of that it wasn't great but I I played piano and flute flute and I guess the recorder but that doesn't count like everyone in fourth grade plays that recorder that I can't even do it <laughs> old McDonald had a farm like everyone knows how to play the recorder but whatever why is that a thing in American like schools like everyone in fourth grade it's like every fourth grader will learn how to play the recorder as a class and then you go to the assemblies and you perform that felt like looking back is so stupid but like I guess it's like okay kids should learn how to you know read notes or whatever but um I don't even think we read notes it was like you read finger positions on papers. I don't know, but I played the flute in middle school and, um, it was difficult to be a student of my band teacher. Let me just say that. Um, like I had so much, when I think of like the fear in my gut, speaking of fear in my gut, when I meet a man, um, (laughs) that doesn't happen all the time, but the times it does girls run away. Uh, I would, I was a flute player and there were like four, four of us girls in middle school that played flute. It was, I was at a Catholic school. There was, it was a small, small class. And, um, we sat in the front row and my band teacher would always like throughout class, he would call you out on the, and you'd have to play on the spot. And I feel like he paid attention to who was doing the shittiest, like whose notes sounded the most off and he would call you out and I suck sometimes. Like I wasn't the best flute player. My friend next to me, like got flute lessons on the side. She was in- incredible. And 
he would call you out and he clapped super hard. Like the way he called you out to play would be like a one big clap, obnoxious too. It was like a, an aggressive clap and he would just point, clap and point and everyone got silent and then you'd have to like play and then he would make you play until it sounded good. And it was so scary. Like I remember, hey, do you guys hear him barking? hates me right now I feel like he you know what one thing I'll say about my dog is I think he knows the phone is bad and I think he knows that when I'm on the microphone every day that like he gets it that I'm not giving him attention and I'm giving you guys attention hey I don't I can't edit this please just keep it down thanks go play with your bone it's right next to you Jim here he comes come on there you go He's, he just wants to play. Um, so, yeah, I play the flute. And you know what? There's something about band trips. I mean, that's when I started drinking Frappuccinos. I started drinking coffee. You know, you go to some – I feel like we'd perform in, in the malls during Christmas time and shit. And we'd all take the bus, like, an hour somewhere. And we'd all get, like, Subway and Frappuccinos. And that's when I started drinking coffee when I think about it or on band trips. <laughs> And, oh, a fun fact, my flute was my mom's flute. That was always cool. It was, like, using the same one she used because she played. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that's it for instruments. Piano and flute, but not really anymore. Every time I go home, like, we have our old piano in the garage from growing up. And I can still play some songs. Like, I don't know. Okay, next question. Uh, has anyone told you? Has anyone told you you look like Margot Robbie? what the fuck wait I have to look her up why do I is that the Harley what's that movie Marco Robbie I used to get told all the time I feel like that's a huge compliment I just feel like her name is hot Margot Robbie just sounds hot I used to get told I look like Kourtney Kardashian when I had brown hair Margot Ro- oh it is her from that movie okay that's when everyone dressed up like hers for Halloween um like what a few years ago um I kind of see it I don't know that's really she's gorgeous holy shit um is she Australian what is she yeah uh wow I've never actually gotten told that but thank you that's like so fucking flattering (laughs) and I'm like she is so I've not I don't think I've seen her on Instagram before I get it. She's got blue eyes and blonde hair, but like technically I'm a brunette. So I'm a fake blonde and whatever. In fact, my mom and sister were like, Hey, you should go back to brunette. (laughs) We were FaceTiming yesterday and I'm like, no, I just, I'm not done with the blonde. I don't, I actually like it better on me. I feel like brunette is just like even, okay. This is kind of like weird to say, but I like, don't like when I see a brunette, in person like how do I say this I don't I don't see brunettes in the same way I used to now that I'm blonde and I feel like I'm better than them now (laughs) like I feel like blonde and I know it's fucked up to say this but I'm just realizing it now that I have I've, I've dyed my hair I just feel like there's something about blonde that that seems superior and I can't put my finger on it and I know is that is that a uh hey do you guys hear him barking 
he knows what I'm saying is inappropriate. Hey, here, I'm going to give him a treat. We're going to walk and talk. But yeah, I feel like ever since I went blonde, I started noticing that. I'm like, brunettes just kind of blend in. And I have a, I have a strong opinion about people that are like half brunette, ha half blonde. I'm like, it's so, whenever I see someone and I'm like, are they blonde? Are they brunette? What's happening? And like their hair's usually balayaged and like super like, um, what's the word? I'm like putting my laptop on top of the screen. <laughs> Come here. Um, it's like, it's pretty because it's multi, it's like, there's so many dimensions and, and tones to it, but I just get frustrated. I'm like, be blonde or be brunette. Like don't do the in-between shit. It really, I don't know what it is. I don't like it. And, um, guys, I just like sharing my, I don't know. I, I, I kind of have fucked up opinions or I don't know if it's fucked up. It's just like, they're unnecessary. You know, they're not like, they're not super important opinions or they're not super kind. They're very judgmental and uh, specific, but I think it's fun. Like it's fun to just say stuff that you really think. I don't know. Um, that's why I, when I went blonde, I, I told my hairstylist, I was like, I want, I don't want to be, I don't want to do like seven sessions where over time I turn blonde. I said, I want to do it in one day, which I did. It took seven hours <laughs> and I want to be like platinum. I want to be like as blonde as possible. When someone sees me, I want them to be like, oh, she's a blonde. That's all. I'm going to move on because I feel judgmental, but you know what? It kind of feels good. People just need to say what they think. I, I don't know. And, and you know what? Let me go on a tangent. I was in a clubhouse. Actually, should I end it, end it talking about the clubhouse I, I was in about uh, the topic was, or the title of the clubhouse was, should we believe Chris D'Elia? <laughs> and I was on stage like, I don't know, for an hour talking about it, chiming in. And uh, yeah, I have just some, I have some thoughts about people being little fucking just snowflakes fucking sensitive about everything and all I want to say about that I'm going to talk about it at the end let me put a note here uh, I have some raw opinions about that group and what they were saying um but I just feel like I can't relate to people anymore like the majority of like there's so many people on the internet that I'm like I don't even know the language they're speaking anymore <laughs> uh okay and I have some questions for you guys about that and the whole Crystalia thing. Cause I had mentioned it, uh, the day it came out, what was that a couple of days ago on the podcast? And then, um, I haven't really talked much about it after, but I was in a clubhouse and I'll, I'll end it with that. Um, I'm just gonna answer one more. Uh, if, and then I'll do the Crystalia thing. If you could make a documentary on any topic, what would it be? Ooh, I can make a documentary on any topic. Coffee? No. <laughs> I don't know. It's so fucking basic. I would love to know the origin. I would want to know, like, if there was a person, like, whoever put peanut butter and chocolate together and, 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 and invented that combination or like the like I want to know when that was created and like what like the the history around peanut butter and chocolate colliding because that is the most that is the greatest I feel like a, as far as food goes like that is one of the most pure perfect combinations of foods of all time 
and it's really like a Reese's peanut butter cup just it it does it for my soul I feel like it does it for so many souls out there it's perfect and I'd love to know more I'd love to know the history of peanut butter and chocolate coming together and yeah I don't know I just that just came to mind and also because I do have a strong opinion on parking lots I don't know maybe the history of parking lot design and the, the structure and like the the original blueprints and like why they decided to uh make parking lots squares instead of circles like I think they should be uh, I've talked about it in the past but um I don't know I could do like a podcast about parking lots I just feel like they could be improved and yeah so I guess I'd say <laughs> those are kind of dumb topics wait what else looking around a documentary about damn just this just go this this uh, this uh, okay it's it's the afternoon slump I feel like this is really showing how brain dead I am to even like come up with an interesting topic for a documentary I'm like that is such a struggle (laughs) what's like something in history that would be cool to know um I don't know. Whatever. That was the best I could do. But let's go to let's let's move on. That's the Q and A. I guess I just want to kind of keep it concise. I was in a clubhouse. Let's get to the Crystalia thing about the topic was should we believe Crystalia? And the room was created because like a day before he had posted the first video back of him saying, "Sorry, I fucked up. I have a sex addiction. I'm getting help." Blah blah blah. He just like aired everything out for ten minutes. So that's why the room was created. And so a bunch of people came up and talked. There were comedians. There were people that had personal stories with him. Um, You know what? Fuck it. I'll just include myself, including myself. And I was the only one on stage who probably had a positive experience. And I, you know, and unfortunately, like, there are so many girls that didn't. And a lot of them were very young. So I think at the end of the day, what he did was wrong. And I'm not in support of it at all. However, the what I, the reason I'm bringing this up is because of how people decided to come to Clubhouse. And it was like they turned this Crystalia thing into... It was like a lot of people are talking, made it all about them. And how men are terrible, men are trash. And it just turned into this anti-men talk. And like, men... Oh, like this one girl was like um people believe um why do people believe men but they don't believe women and I'm like what are they saying like they just started saying all this random shit about men and women and it became something not about Crystalia and then when it was about Crystalia it was just like he didn't apologize correctly he should have said this he's not sincere he's not being genuine did you notice how when he looked up to the left there he was probably lying and that was a lie and like they just really picked him apart and what I'm saying is that I just felt like the only person in the room who goes, okay, we all know what he did is fucked up. Um, you know, I could go off on my opinions about pedophilia and what he did and whether or not, it, I mean, people get dramatic as fuck. And all I, all I heard was these were children he was talking to and texting. They were children. They were innocent children. They were, you know, and they were 17 and oh my God, these poor young children. And I'm like, okay, I get they were underage. They were 17. However, 
there have no there haven't been any legal so I don't know what the technical terms are legal proceedings with this Crystalia thing at all like they're no one's taken this to the federal level and, and gotten the court involved <laughs> because of what he did to them like as th- that I know of and in these messages people are referring to when he talked to underage girls I remember like the one everyone's referring to it's like he found out she was 17 and just ghosted like he didn't continue with this girl like I'm not saying that's right there's not it's there's a lot of uh it's you know and honestly he I believe he knew what he was doing was shady and wrong even though he I think he said he just thought that oh this is what happens when you get famous and and you know a lot of people were pissed off that he used that card and he was like well I'm famous and I could get all the, it was easy. It was easy for me to get girls because I would get so many messages and da, 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 da. Um, whatever. I, I just, what am I trying to say? Yeah. It just like the room was really, it just got really messy and um, no one was looking at him as a human being with a problem that he didn't ask for. And I guess the question I have for you guys or just in general is how do we handle a public figure like that? Like, should they be axed forever? And, you know, a lot of people think he should be in jail. I personally don't. That's just my opinion. I don't think what he did is illegal. Um, to, uh, you know, it technically is not illegal. And I think it was, uh, there's like the grooming stuff and the, just like the weird messages and and shit. But uh, I guess, yeah, what do we do with someone like that? Do we want them to, you know, get the fuck out of the spotlight, live a quiet life? We don't care about you being comedian ever again. We don't want to see you on the internet, social media. We don't need you to be on, in, in any Netflix specials again, on in, in interviews, on other podcasts. Like, we are fucking done. Like, do you want a person to just, like, get canceled and be canceled forever who has a – like, when I say treat him like a human being, I'm like, why can't someone – like, don't we want people to – evolve and get better and like like I know it's not a light switch that just turns off when you have a sex addiction in fact Chris said said that himself like it's something you have to fucking work on and uh you know it's not like it's like with anything someone who's an alcoholic or they are addicted to porn or I guess that's a similar sex addiction but I don't know I just I just feel like I don't know I just I hate cancel culture because I'm like, I think I, I like what he did was wrong. I don't support it. And also I want him to also, I want him to be back on his podcast and maybe talk about it. But see, that's where a lot of people in the room are just like, we shouldn't give him any spotlight. Like he should be ignored. Nobody should because of what he did and da, da, da. And I get it. I, I just, I don't know. I'm kind of like, at a loss to be honest um what do you guys think do you think what he did deserves to be like he should be executed forever (laughs) for executed 
canceled forever? Same thing. Or do we accept his apology? Because back to the title of the room, do we go, he knows he fucked up. He is sorry. He's seeking help. He's, you know, he's told us everything. That well, I mean, probably not. Obviously, not everything. There's probably always there's always more, and there's maybe that, that's what people sus they're, they're suspect. They're like, or they suspect he's withholding a lot of shit. Um, whatever. And th- then there's a whole like. He said, "I've only ever had consensual relationships, or everything's been consensual." And to be honest, I fucking believe that. I do. And so a lot of people in the room were just like, that's all bullshit. He had to say that because of legal reasons. And if he, if he, um, apologized to the victims and that would basically be him, that would mean he was admitting that he's guilty or whatever. There's a lot of lawyers in the room. I was like, okay, you know, they know what's up, but I don't know. Just let me know. I I do want to, I do think it's a, it's an interesting topic because you know how I feel about cancel culture and like, Guys, and another thing is, like, as a woman in the room, I I couldn't relate to, like, 90% of the women in there talking about this. And I was like, what's fucked up about me that I it, – it, it's just because, you know, when I say I can't relate, it's like they get so extreme with the men versus women stuff. And I'm like, whoa. Like, these are ideas and thoughts I've never experienced. And they're all like a, they're all like conventionally attractive, like normal chicks that have, they're in entertainment that act like they're fucking, I don't know. And I don't know their personal stories, but I just like, I've had bad experiences, experiences with guys, but I don't make it this like, I don't know. They just go, it's so dramatic. And and they use language that I just don't understand. I don't know. Like what's something someone said? Like there was a girl kind of in my camp of things, just like speaking up and she got exiled from the room. I'm glad I didn't flap my gums, but because of this one girl saying, I just told my story and she had no, I don't think she had it. Yeah. She didn't have a personal story with her and Crystal at all. And she's like, I just, I just practice vulnerability. I just told my story and how dare you say anything to cut me off and, and not agree with me. And And it's like, if anyone disagreed, that's why I was scared to talk. I was like, if I even bring up anything about, you know, wanting, like, do we want Chris to get better? Do we care? Like anything regarding, can we like, is it, is it okay if he has a career, but he, and, and like, like, do we want him to become a better person or do we want him to be canceled forever and live in a hole? Like, I don't know. I don't know. But it just got so dramatic and I, I just, I don't know. I was in the wrong, I, I don't know. I should not have been in there probably because I, I felt like an alien. I was like, whoa. And these people, like, at the end of the day, they said, oh, yeah, this room's been going on for eight hours. They've all been there in there for eight hours. I'm like, these are fucking bored people. Well, this is important to talk about. We need to talk about this more. Women's voices need to be heard. We have a lot of work to do. I think women let men get away with a lot of shit and that we're to blame sometimes. And we act like we're the victims when, okay, (laughs) 
it's at, I, I honestly think it takes two to tango and women need, I don't know, more skills with men or some shit because it's not all their fault. I think a lot of, this is the thing I understand about men is a lot of the ways women, oh, like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, sorry. I could not believe when I heard this. Someone explained consent and said, even after you consent and have sex with someone, and so you consented to have sex, the man is like, two people agreeing and had that conversation. Yes, I'm okay with this. Okay. Someone said, even after you consent with someone, you can change your mind and say that you weren't okay with it. And they were all fucking on board with that. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you leave the dude's house. You go home and cry because you feel gross about having sex with a stranger or whatever. Like who in the fuck knows? And you feel weird about it. And so then you can reverse your consent. It can, it's fluid. What do they say? Like it can, it's always, it can always change. Consent, con- consent can be reversed. I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. How is the guy supposed to fucking know that? He just thought it was okay. And now you're going to come back to him and cry because, and, and say, oh, I wasn't okay with it. See, and then everyone was going and, and talking off about this. And I'm like, this is, how is a man supposed to know? I feel like there's a lot of situations where men just, and everyone says, well, it should be black and white. It should be clear as day if you consent. Da, da, da. Like, obviously, yes, I agree with that. But some of this crazy ass shit I was listening to, I'm like, the poor guy doesn't fucking know. And I think it's a lot of after the fact stuff with women where they feel like they played the game, had sex with someone, everything's good. And then decide after the fact that it was rape or whatever the fuck, or they make it, they make it something it wasn't. And I think that's a thing. I do know that is a thing. And it's fucked up. And I just think that that is part of the equation too. It's not all you know all men's fucking fall or like it's I don't know I just felt like I was in a room full of crazy people they were super sensitive and just super bored with and I was like in an, I think I was in for an hour I don't know and I know a lot of this stuff I said is probably controversial and fucked up but I don't know I'm still kind of like finding my voice and how I think about misogyny and the patriarchy and men in this world and what should be done to prevent things like this from happening and then like I don't know yeah and here's a here's a tip let me just end on something positive and I and I I honestly I have to say I did learn a lot I learned a lot there's a really cool girl in there she had the floor most of the time and she said because a dad had been in there and he said I have a young daughter like what do I do to help help her in her future interacting with men and he said the girl responded and said create a world where she won't have to worry about that and I guess the tip or the thing I I learned is talk to your friends like guys talk to your friends about this stuff you know have conversations about dudes being shady in the friend group and talking to younger girls and or whatever the fuck and usually you don't know see a lot of the stuff that Chris did it's like you wouldn't it 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 looks normal you know it's like 
girls out at the comedy clubs, it's just like groupie culture. You know, it's always been a thing with rock stars and entertainers. It's, it, I don't know. Fuck. I don't, I just feel like weird about this actually, but, um, I guess my summary of the whole experience sitting in that room and, and hearing people talk about Crystalia is I am, I'm more on the side of wanting him to like grow and change and learn and become a better person and potentially have a career again at some point because he didn't ask to be a sex addict. He didn't, it wasn't like, you know, a lot of the shit I'd say he was in control. You know, he made these choices and somewhere in his head, I'm sure he knew these choices were wrong, like morally just fucked up. But, you know, I think a lot of people have flaws and they're, no one's perfect. And I think he's an example of someone who isn't perfect. And as a, as like, I feel like shouldn't society, shouldn't we want people that are fucked up to get better? Instead of just like going off about how all men are fucking evil and they're all rapists and they're all uh, pedophiles and they're just like that room just turned into this gross situation where I don't know. It's so dramatic. And I, or like, you know, do you guys think he should be? So I was on that side of things and think the counter argument is he should be in prison and, you know, canceled forever. So where do you stand on it? I am curious. Let me know. I know this Q and A got weird at the end, but it's a current topic. It's a hot topic. And I, I am very curious. This is what I'm very curious about. Like, will he be on Rogan again? Like, will he, I know Whitney Cummings and him are not a thing. Like she isn't cool with any, like she, they're done as a friendship, I guess. But it'd be interesting to see like if any comedians or which big comedians in his circle, like interact with him publicly or like if he goes on podcasts, if he does his own podcast, like I have no clue what his next steps are going to be. But, um, I think this is classic what is the word damage controller like like when you get can like the time the timing of him getting canceled is very reminiscent of people in the past that have been canceled for different shit when they get canceled and like come back out with a statement or like a they uh like go public again with their shit like they what is it called they emerge again and so a lot of people are pissed about that they're like oh this is classic 101 he's gonna get get away with this because enough time has passed where you know whatever you know here's what I, here's what I have to say about just how I received the video and him coming out and saying all this shit and the apologies like and maybe it's because all of his fans follow his YouTube video but like it was a well like if you look at the comments and the the likes on that video it's well received and I think a lot of people are like dude take your time we know you're, you you know you have an issue we know you have an issue we want you to get better like it was supportive and I don't know. It kind of felt nice to see that instead of a bunch of people just shitting on him because that took a lot of bravery. I don't think it's easy what he did. It's a, he said a lot of personal shit. <sighs> then people go, well, what about the victims? You know, they're fucked up forever. All these young girls are fucked up forever. And they, you know what? Well, I don't know. Nothing's perfect. Life isn't perfect. We all 
I got, I've been entangled with men and done some shit that I wasn't too, you know, looking in retrospect or whatever it's called. Looking back, I'm like, wow, I was fucked up when I was involved in that. But hey, I learned a lot. I grew as a person, you know, nothing terrible I can say, but just like psychological abuse and, uh, you know, narcissistic abuse and emotional abuse. Like I've had that kind of stuff where it, it, I don't know. It's part of growing up. You know, some girls have to learn the hard lessons with older men. It's a thing. That's not going away. That's not going away. And I don't think, I think there's a, there's a lot of wishful thinking and dreaming out there about how this society is just like men are going to change and they're not going to look at young girls and think they're hot and sexy want to have sex with them. That's not going to go away. That's literally like a instinctual genetic, what the fuck do you call it? DNA <laughs> primal thing. <laughs> And I under I understand it was a bunch of men in the room who decided that the age of you know eighteen was the age and that's all fucked up in in itself. That this all has to do with men and, and their fucking issues, fucking their dicks. But it's just I don't know. It's just all I have to say. All right, I'm gonna end it there. I got a computer on low battery because my son unplugged the the GPS cord, the fucking <laughs> electrical cord. So this could this could just die right now. So. That's it. Love you guys lots. Happy Saturday. Uh, Saturday. Uh, hit that subscribe button. I'll be here tomorrow. And I'm here seven days a week. And finally, head over to patreon.com slash TJMS to support the show, get access to my content, get exclusive pics, videos, shout outs, phone calls. Check it out. Patreon.com slash TJMS. And finally, if you think I'm a piece of shit for what I said about Crystalia and my opinions, go over to the Apple Podcast app and leave me a one-star review. Let people know that um, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I just feel like that ending is a, is an automatic. Some, some chick's going to be pissed. Some dude, maybe. I don't know. It's going to be like one star. She doesn't know what she's fucking talking about. I'm off the cuff. I don't prep for this. That just came to mind to talk about that clubhouse and whatever. All right. Love you guys lots and I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right.